reading. First day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scriptures that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was a gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks. Thank you, Lydia. One of the things that I just love about that passage is the way that Mary realizes who Jesus is when he says her name. Isn't that beautiful? He says, Mary. And then it's like, teacher, she realizes. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful image. It's not what I'm talking about today, but I just thought I'd share that because every time I hear that reading, I'm reminded of that. So we're going to think this morning about the fact that the resurrection changes... Everything. Yeah, you're awake still. That's good news. The resurrection changes... Everything. Brilliant. I'm not going to do it all the time, don't worry. But just listen out because it might just happen occasionally. I've got three ways for us to think this morning about... Uh, the fact that the res oh I've done it again the resurrection changes good the first thing is that it brings us forgiveness it brings about forgiveness this is some word there are some words from Romans 4 verse 25 it says this Jesus died for our sins he was raised from the dead to make us right with God that final egg was empty because Jesus rising from the dead means that all of those things, all those sins that we have done wrong, we thought about it on Friday, those things that fall short of God's standard, those things that we're yet to do even, they have been dealt with. They are no more. They are forgiven because of Jesus. In 1 Corinthians 15, it says, if Christ was not raised from the dead, your faith is worth nothing and you're still living in your sins. So the fact is, 
that the resurrection changes everything, including bringing us forgiveness. And that is such good news. The second reason is that the resurrection changes everything. I'm hoping by the end you'll know that. It's great, isn't it? Um, because it brings us hope, not just for today, but forever. The Bible tells us that because Jesus rose from the dead, those who are with Jesus, those who believe and trust in Jesus, will be raised with him to eternal life. But of course, that's not just about the future, is it? That's about now as well, because the resurrection means that we have the hope of a life to come. 1 Corinthians 15 later says, all will die as Adam died, but all those who belong to Christ will be raised to new life. So what we find is that the resurrection changes, including the fact that it brings us hope and new life forever. That is good news, isn't it? Good news this morning. Thirdly, here we go. The resurrection changes. Good. Because we now have the power of the risen Christ working in us. And I'm sorry about this word. It's not the best, but it works in my plan. Um, it brings us force. <laughs> not quite as good. Sorry about that. But it fits because it begins with F. Um, <laughs> force not in, in a negative way, but force which is another word for power. We read in Ephesians 1, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. In other words, because of the resurrection, we have the power of the risen king the risen Jesus living in us, guiding us, working in us and through us. The same power, says Paul, that rose Jesus from the dead. I find that inspiring and powerful, forceful, maybe you could say. Um, how amazing is that? Surely that changes everything. So when you're facing something really difficult or when you're challenged about your faith, remember that you have the same power or force that raised Jesus from the dead in you. And the fact is that without that 12th egg, without that empty egg, the Easter story would not be complete. It would not have any effect, really. It would just be a really sad thing. Jesus died. That's it. The fact that Jesus came alive is the most important thing. So when the women found the tomb empty, the world was changed forever for our forgiveness, bringing us force. But a question for you. Does it change everything for you? You might have noticed that each of those words doesn't just begin with F. It also begins with four and of course, Jesus did all of this, as we saw on Good Friday, for me and for you. So he rose again for me and for you. Does that change anything for you? We've said, here you go, that the resurrection changes everything, 
I'm not sure they know that. Let me just try again. The resurrection changes. That's better. <laughs> Does the re resurrection change everything for you? There is, of course, a fourth F. And that's a, that, the, uh, the fifth, actually, really, isn't it? Anyway, um, the next one, of course, is faith. The resurrection changes everything. Yeah, I saved you that one. Because it's about faith. Where do you stand? If Jesus rose from the dead, if he brought about all of those things that we've talked about, if he brought about forgiveness, something forever, if he brings us force and it's for us, don't we need to put our faith in Jesus? The one who de defeated death, the one who conquered the grave. Don't we need to put our faith in Jesus, the one who won the victory? Jesus, the one whose resurrection changes. Everything. Excellent. Thank you from the back. That was really good. And as we were praying before the service, I was reminded that this is such good news. Look what happened right at the end of that reading. Mary ran to tell all those people that she knew that she had seen the Lord. This is such good news that it's not news that we keep to ourselves, is it? So there's lots of us in this building. Imagine if every single one of us told someone else just what the resurrection can do and just what we thought about today, that the resurrection, this is the final one, I promise you, changes everything. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the power of the resurrection. We thank you that because of Jesus, we can know forgiveness. We can know the hope of forever. That we can know your force at work in us. And that this is for us. Help us to live with faith, trusting in the resurrection. And as we go from this place later, help us not to keep this good news to ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen.